So you can, everyone can hear us? Hear us? Yes? All right. I wanted to read something someone sent me uh, a long time ago. Let me get it. I was thinking this is what we'll talk about today. It's, it's from a guy named Eugene Krishnamurti. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's one of the Krishnamurti gang, but it wasn't, uh, it's UG. It was the, the black sheep of the family. All right, so I'm going to read it, okay, slowly. A friend, Julie, sent this to me, uh, let's see how many years ago. January 17, 2020. I just saw the message now. About a year, year and a half behind. All right, so. Resistance to thinking, putting down all thinking, is still a form of thinking, yes? Therefore, the thinker continues, and therefore he can never find the truth. So what is one to do? This is very serious and requires sustained attention. You know what? I'm going to drop this. I don't want, I don't, anything that says you got to be very serious and have to sustain a lot of attention. I'm not into it. So basically, basically, he's talking about once there's a sense of being in, you can never get out. Yeah, because the out is part of the in. So the whole point is not to see how to get out, is to recognize you're not in. Yeah. Or stop recognizing that which believes it's in not to be you. You can see it either way, yes? But the whole point, and actually the second way is better because there's no lifting whatsoever. Because the mental state is always going to be assuming it's in a lot of shit so that it creates a certain urge or seeking to get out of it, which is just a duality of selfing, yes? So it's not like that's going to stop. You just see it's not you. That's the beauty. Yeah? And when seeing it's not you, you get a perfect x-ray of duality. You see the assumed subject-objectness of the mental activity. Yeah? So then hopefully the idea of duality takes a new life in you. And it's not like a philosophical or intellectual understanding of there's a low tide and a high tide. There's day, there's night. But you see that... There is no thought without a thinker, and there's no thinker without thought, so to speak. Yes? So uh, this role we play is basically all the roles at once. We are the dreaming of the dreaming. Yeah. It's still really strong, like unbelievable. In the, my mom's commode, kind of, a little toilet. So I was hoping you could help me move the air filter into there. It's a little too heavy. Nobody needs their okay. air filter moved. <laughs> that sounds serious. I'm an I'm an appliance repair person, so I'm getting calls to my job. Tell him we'll get back about the air filter later, after three. <laughs> so, is there anyone new here today? I forgot to uh, start it that way. No? Yes? Anyone new? No? All right, good. So hopefully if you've been here a while, uh, 
you're starting to reconsider that decision right now, hopefully. And uh, <laughs> the whole idea of this thing was most of the time there's an assumption we're in something, let's say, and we want to get out of it. That's how usually everything goes. There's a reaction to something in an uncomfortable manner, and then we want to escape that discomfort. Yet we don't realize that which is there where there's discomfort is there when there's comfort, yeah? That's the real dilemma, is that one who has an experience of being uncomfortable and the one who has an experience of being comfortable. That's the real discomfort, yeah? That's the real activity. So instead of questioning, should I seek for comfort? Why don't, you know, is that, just see you're not that, yeah? which is seeking or not seeking for comfort. Just see it, yeah? Because once you get in the salt and pepper shake, it, it doesn't come out well, yeah? You see it? So it's just the idea of when people talk about an ego. This is one reason why I don't like that word. People will say, I have an ego, and I'm looking to lose an ego. But there's still one constant in both those statements, which is you, yeah? So instead of having or losing an ego, just lose interest in the one who thinks it has or loses an ego. Yeah? That's the relief. The freedom is from the need to be liberated. It's not a liberating event. It's, the freedom is from the need to be liberated. Because if you're listening to your head, you're going to be in a great need to be liberated from it. Yes? This is what happens. And it's a loss of interest in all of these goals and all of these targets, let's say spiritual targets, because your own interest in the target is delaying the possibility of realizing you are that which you're looking for. Yes? It just goes back to the same conundrum. You can't get out of what you're not in and you can't get into what you're not out of, yeah? So you can't get into the moment because you're not out of any moment and you can't get out of self because you're not in self. There is no self. There's no long-lasting independent separate entity. Yeah? There is no now. That's the relief. It isn't like that I finally escaped because who's telling you that is the bondage. Yeah? When people call me and describe they disappeared for three, three weeks, who the hell was there to witness that? Yeah? A disappearance would be a loss of interest in appearing the disappearance. Yeah? That's the news. So we just keep putting it out there week in and week out because I know it works, to tell you the truth. And I saw some flaws in other ways of, of presenting it because... You know, if you are a lion, which is that's in the example of being lion or sheep, in that example, the non-duality assumption, the given is you are a lion. Yeah, that's basically, you are what you're looking for. You're it. That's the assumption underlying the whole message of non-duality. Yeah? It isn't like a torture that you have to stop seeking, like it's taking pleasure out of you. It's just telling you the fact that you can't look for what can't be found. Yeah, because you are what's looking. Yes, what's looking is what you're looking for. What's looking right now is what you're looking for. Wouldn't that take away any time 
and in the effort in the looking for category, if you get it, if you get that what's looking is what you're looking for, probably you won't be looking for it anymore. Yeah? Because you realize you're looking from it. See, you can find anything that's not you. You can. I can find a pair of pants. We just sold a lot of bags here because people came here to this garage sale and we had put on lots of bags and they found a bag and they went home, except for one person returned it because it broke. But they found a bag and they went home, yeah? They sought out, they wanted a bag and obviously they didn't think they were a bag, yeah? They thought the bag was other than them, yeah? And, and they heard where there may be bags and they took a chance and drove over here and found a bag and they left happy, yeah? They got what they wanted. You can't apply that to what you are. You can't apply to what you are. And wanting it can be actually a detriment, yeah? Wanting it because wanting it may be blinding you to the fact that you are it. Yeah. So usually for me to find a bag, there's got to be some interest in it. Yeah. I've got to maybe look around like garage sales da, 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 and drive. Yes. And have some cash and then look for one and pick one up. Yeah. But see, you can't apply that to what you are. That's the obs that's the obscuring factor. You are. Yeah. It's that it's the statement of Ramana that, hey, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. The greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. What triggers a wanting to attain reality is when reality takes itself to be Paul. Now, Paul wants to attain reality. It makes complete sense to Paul to want to attain reality because it doesn't like the reality that Paul seems to be in. And it's hoping the reality will change a reality that it's in. Yeah? And then there's Jim and Mary and Sue, and they're seeing it the same way. So when I'm talking to Jim, he says, yeah, I want to attain reality. And we start a fucking group, let's say. Yeah. And then we, we have pictures of people we thought found reality in the past. They're usually never around now, mostly dead. And we get little pictures and we now start doing proven methodologies to start looking for reality. It doesn't say they find it, but they're the way people look for it. I like staring, fucking into space, whatever, tons of things. Yeah. And when I look at my cohorts, everyone's pumping their fists. Yeah. Where I feel so much better in the pursuit of attaining reality. Yeah. So they feel better. True. Yeah, and maybe, and maybe because they feel better, the head that's playing God gives them a little break. Wow, this is working. I feel like I'm, I'm being released from some prison. No, you're the fucking prison. Yeah. So now you paid the fucking warden and he gives you a little, a half hour more in the fucking walking park instead of, you know, solitary confinement. It's important. It has value. It does. But you're still bound to the whole format. Yeah. So in this case, the assumption is you are what you're looking for. And then most talks for me are about what we're not because there's something going on that's blocking everywhere seemingly from everywhere, yeah? Or something's going on 
that's motivating reality to want to attain reality. Yeah? So it needs to be corrected. Yeah? Nothing needs to be found or lost. It needs to be seen. Let's call seen awareness. Yeah? So then someone shares about, hey, there's this mental activity that while you're living, the mental activity arises and claims whatever's going on to imply you, a you. Yeah? It has a basis of history because you're only remembered as a body. And it has a future because what you're worrying about is you as a body. Yeah. So basically the whole system is called is based on self, self-centeredness. Yeah. And let's say self is the feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, and how it's seen is as a body. Yeah. But how it's made in a sense you is by claiming what's going on. The mental state claims the seeing to imply the seer, and then the seer is represented as the body, yeah? So let's say the mental state claims what we call consciousness. It now produces a story that you're conscious, yeah? And usually it's weighted on the narrative that you're really mostly unconscious and you want to become more conscious, yes? Isn't that the drive? (laughs) so when as what you're not you try to become more conscious you're actually reinforcing the idea that you could be less conscious you don't see it that's the whole point that's the message of non-duality is to see that to see an activity that you've been looking from to see it finally to have an awareness of what's going on without you knowing it yeah Now suddenly you see it, and what happens? You see a whole lot of pointing, but there's nothing that's pointed at. There's just an assumption over the pointing, yeah? There's just an insinuation. There's just, hey, it's just a fucking fact, but it isn't, yeah? It's assumed, suggested, reinforced, implied, supposed, yeah? And so this idea you recognize, this sense of you is manufactured by activities called selfing, we like to put it in a basket, yeah? Selfing. So the the only way the idea of a sense is derived is by adherence or faith in selfing, yeah? It's not your faith, it's just faith. There's a belief in what's being constantly repeated to us as being so. And so suddenly, that which comes after, which is the feeling of being a doer, a thinker, the doer is, you feel like you're before the doing, but the sense of doership comes from doing. Doing happens first, then the idea of the doer comes after, yes? Seeing happens first, the idea of the seer comes after. Now, all that manufacturing of claiming what's happening and then making up this assumption that appears after is suddenly presupposed to be before everything, yeah? So now... The seeing isn't felt as what's happening. It's completely un- underemphasized, and the emphasis is on seer. You're now the seer. And that's when you start fucking being blind to the seeing. Yeah? Because now you're the seer. To the point the seer will start looking for the seeing, all the while using the seeing to look for itself. You see why it doesn't work? It's like a. You're, you, you back yourself into a fucking Chinese thumb torture parking space, and then every move to get out just tightens up the lock. 
Yeah. And you can't, you can't even get close to, to believing you're not in. So it's just out one way doesn't work, out another way doesn't work. And then suddenly you start synthesizing this and that and putting like Tantra on Kabbalah, on fucking Buddhism, throw some shamanic ceremonies and everything like that with the hopes because nothing's fucking working because you're there. Yeah. So that's why you hear the party's great and every time you arrive there, it sucks and you never put two and two together. The party is great without you. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you put yourself into the equation, the, the math doesn't work. Yes. And you're wondering why, like when I was a kid, we always say this, you know, I went to catechism class and they would say the three attributes of the Godhead, you know, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful, omnipresent everywhere. And I was really wondering why am I not running into it? If it's, you know, I feel like I'm somewhere and everywhere. Why am I not bumping into everywhere? <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> I am the everywhere. Yes? Bumping's way beside the point. Yeah? See, this is it. People are trying to convince themselves that there's something that they already are. There's no need to convince yourself that you're something that you already are. That's not your activity. That's the mental activity. Yeah? You don't have to earn points to arrive here. You never left. Why do we have that book on upon having that on having never left? Yeah, because it, it's that's the suggestion of non-duality. If you don't buy that, then what comes after? Yeah, which is hopefully going to negate the false assumptions, won't make sense. Just like Ramana said that beautiful statement. And it, and it comes in a line. The first part of it is there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. What is it being presupposed as? As being an existent thing, really. Yeah. So we're mistaking the subjectivity and we're making it an attribute of the object, the body. That's duality. Yes? So there's a presupposing, and that's what non-duality is negating. Presupposing of a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Buying a pair of pants could be that, you know, getting, you know, going to seven continents could be that. That attitude could be in a lot of your movements, yeah, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing, yeah? That's the assumption. That's what's going on. That's why the lion, even if it hears 800 meetings that it's a lion, it never gets through that it's a lion. That's why, Yeah because it's getting detoured into a sheep programming. And then the sheep never gets threatened, and now it just has a new idea. Oh, I can become like a lion, just like I can buy a pair of pants. I can do this, I can do that. Always the, the made-up structure stays sound. The sheep, the sheep, the sheep, yeah? It's very difficult to break through it because the act of identification is what's going on. The lion, seemingly or not seemingly, aware of is identified as the sheep yeah so the whole point is forget going to another lion talk and let's talk about the sheep yeah what is it like to be a sheep because once you finally own it it has another step and you're not that yes 
instead of trying to not be a fraud and feeling like one every day, you let every all the shit land, and then it leads you to realize, and I'm not that which is the landing. You know, I'm not that where it's landing. Yes? So it's not a denial or a negation of anything. It's a recognition there's no one there. That's where, that's the relief of the bondage of self. The relief of the bondage of self is that everything gets better. No. It's the relief of the bondage of self. Yeah. What is the bondage of self? It's an act of being identified as something that you're not. Yeah? The self can't get out of self. And this is the assumption of non-duality. Why is it that the seeker doesn't work? Because the seeker is the sort. I'm trying to look at Joyce and then the dogs bouncing and seeing the head. <laughs> Whatever. I'm happy to be here, folks. It's been another disorganized uh, Zen bitch slap day. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a dog with a huge bone running around. Bone. Here she is. <laughs> there she, she's coming back here. Uh, well, uh, I hope this confuses you even more so that you give up the freaking quest. Yeah. Is it that bad to be who you're not, really? Is it that terrible? Really, is it? I mean, and if it is, do you see that you're wanting to get out of it is reinforcing the idea that you're in it? I hope you see that, yes? That self can't get out of self. So maybe maybe that activity is translated as Paul trying to get out of self. But let's just say Paul and Steve and Kai and Amelia, all of us are AKA self. So then you would, then it would land self can't get out of self. Yeah, what happens is that message here gets claimed by the idea of Paul as a sheep, and now Paul constantly keeps believing it can get out of self. But we're trying to pass the message on, not to Paul, not to self, but to what we are, that that's impossible. So you can go through this futility instead of drip, 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 just have a complete collapse of all hope and all possibility, and you'll be born anew. Yeah. Instead of this drip, drip, drip of, uh, just let it land. You're not going to get it. You can't have it. You can't lose it. It's not based on merit. You're not going to arrive there. You can't get exiled from it. You, it just is, yeah? And if you can tell me that you're in a special somewhere, untethered to everywhere, First of all, I don't believe you. So, so recognize, are you that someone who's in a somewhere? If you're not, it's going to be obvious everywhere. Yeah? Not to you, but it will be obvious. We do this every week, usually better organized than today. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, someone's here that came and saw me years and years and years ago. When was that? 2000 or something yeah. about 17 years ago and uh, I want to ask him is there any isn't is there anything new is, no no but I have a question <laughs> all right all right we have a question, he likes so, questions, when you look at Native Americans and they talk about the two wolves 
Yes, yes, right. I know that one. So you got the you got the you, you have the lion and the sheep. Yes. Right. We don't feed the lion or we don't we don't feed the sheep. Yet in that Native American they talk about which one's gonna dominate you or which one am I, it's the one you feed. How does that correlate with That has to do with an action figure though. Okay. Yeah. So the action figure does better if the wolf gets fed instead of the sheep. But that has nothing to do with what is. Well, yeah. I'm talking about one wolf is good, one wolf is bad. Which one am I? The one you feed. You're neither. Thank God. Okay, but is that just early, early selfing and trying to get out of self? I don't know, Matt. It would have you see to what be. I'm saying, though? I do see okay, what yeah. you're saying, but see, the thing is, everything is given to the meaning. From what's before, so I don't know what's before when you're speaking about that. Right. You can be clear, and then whatever you do doesn't matter, or you can be unclear, and what you do may be reinforcing the unclarity. So the constant is that we are prior to. I would say that. so. Yes. 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 And yet, yes. the action figure in recovery, we would have you're either being directed by the mental state or by the higher power. Similar to the dog, you know, the two wolves. So, and we know what it's like to live under the tyranny, a real addict and an alcoholic knows what it's like to live under the tyranny of the mental tyrant. And hopefully we know what it's like to live being directed by what we would deem the higher, higher power. Of course, their locations are right where we are, but let's give them a different name. Where we yeah? seen from. So now the higher power is directing your thought yeah, and you can see <laughs> there's a huge drif difference when you have the, the old employer running the show and the new employer running the show. Yeah, so, yeah. So hopefully you got some, you're not two levels below a coconut. You feed the new employer instead of fucking hearkening back how great it was with the old employer. Yeah, yeah. So in... That word employer in English is cool because it means to use, yeah? So in a way, the action figure is like an action figure, but it has a battery, but it also takes, it also is directed, yeah? So something's gonna direct the action figure. It can either be the head or it can be, let's say, spirit, yeah? That's, so in that way, uh, and having an intimate sense of both those directions, I'll fucking opt for the spirit. <laughs> if there's free will or no free will, it doesn't matter. I'm leaning in that direction. Yeah, because uh, I know I had a very clear whack when I sort of got struck sober that I'm fucked and I'm not managerial quality. Yes. I, that, and when I said I'm not managerial quality, that was more... Uh, a, an expression or an observation of the old employer. Yeah, I do not. I believe self-centeredness is a failed system. I do. It's not personal. It's a failed system in many ways, but in one very important way, its own survival is more important than what it's directing. Yeah, it doesn't really give a shit about you. It gives a shit about it being you. Yeah, so... Push comes to shove, you're off the cliff. Yeah, and you can watch it. Watch when people have like an expensive bicycle 
and they're going off the road. They try to save the bike. They don't even give a shit up. They're going to fall down the cliff into the rocks. I don't want to lose my $1,000 bike. I've watched it. You know, I watched laying on a beach after I got my head hit the bottom and my body shut down. After four or five minutes when my head showed up, it says, I can't afford the ambulance. So like what, die here? Just leave me to die on the beach? I mean, this is, you've got to get a little suspicious of what you're relying on because it doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah. So it's, I would think it's, uh, and the point is, whatever possibilities offers, it always is there. So therefore, the possibilities are quite limited because it's always you entertaining the possibilities. Yeah, that's why the possibilities don't work. It's you. Non-duality takes that fucking assumption and like an imaginary rug and pulls it out from underneath you. And then it feels like you're losing control, but hallelujah, yes? Yeah? It feels like, oh, you know, that's awesome. Because the shist, the fucking system is shivering. Let it drop. Yes. So yeah. So that to me is the. T- it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Hey, if you can't give satsang with a fucking crazy dog eating a thing and pissing on the floor, yeah, and then. You haven't lived. Yeah. 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 Come on. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta be able to go with the flow, as they say. <laughs> So yeah, the action figure, and you can direct a lot of people and still be directed, yes? You may have a managing job, but as long as you you realize you're not the manager, it can go well. <laughs> Thank God I don't have a managing job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyone have a question? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Who's running the show? Amelia. Oh, here's Z. Z's coming. Someone else is coming here. Yeah, go ahead and tell Connor to go ahead. All right, Connor, go ahead. How you doing, Paul? How you getting on? And Paul. Good. Um, in the 11th step, right, we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we and praying only knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. When self, the action figure and the infinite, when do they all collide and what happens then? Well, they don't collide. Well, one's appearing in the other. So the action figure is appearing in the infinite, so to speak. Yeah. There's no collision course because the action figure isn't real. Right. It, see, if there was a collision, the action figure would say it was real, 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 real until the last nanosecond. But in fact, that last nanosecond has told you exactly what it's always been, unreal. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, sort of, yeah, okay. See, but in appearances, like if this appearances was Rome and you're in Rome, you got to do like the Romans do. Yeah. Yeah. So realizing that uh, you ever hear of Sufism? 
Yeah. Some of the, you know, to, to, to be so clear, let's say in cryptic poetry is an incredible art form. And so, but they use the sense of non-duality and they call it the beloved. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing for the action figure because there, there's a lot of beauty in the movie of time and space. Yeah, so somebody, you know, the emptiness and the void, I mean, you can't really, you know, flesh that out that well, but then you can have a sense and intimacy of being directed by something that's not of this place. And that, and then you, you seek to put it to word or to music or to way of living. And uh, I find that beautiful myself. So, yeah. So the action figure, I love the idea of surrender and being, and being directed by a higher power in the realm of the action figure. And then there's the other state of whatever, yes? The infinite, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're against each other or one has to be dropped because of the other. I feel there are, one is of a timeless nature and one is of a time nature. So they can both be happening at the same time, yes? Yeah. yeah, but you know when the so, when the action happens and you arrive a second later and claim it, you know what I mean? That stuff, yeah, and then you see you're not that that you're not that which is implied by the claiming of it. You've recognized it. That's why we share this because you have the seeing hasn't been corrupted by any of this activity. It can't be, yeah. The seeing is like a sky, an open sky that allows everything to occur in it, yet is never touched or affected by any of it. That's what we are. We, that awareness is like that. It's not corruptible. So you can see the manufacturing of a you. You can see it, yes? Hopefully there'll be a loss of interest in it because it's not you. And that gain of interest in the infinite, let's call it that, will be the insurance policy of fucking buying property up the ass of self, so to speak. Yeah. yeah? Cool. Cool, yeah. I wish yeah. my time in India, I was looking for um, freedom from self in the right places instead of all the wrong places, you know? Yeah. Because my time was wasted there, I think. Yeah. Well, it wasn't wasted. Everything is, is well, valuable. No, I was strung out, man. I was in a bad in place. A way, yeah. At, at the same time, there's nothing to do. There's also another aspect that the Course in Miracles uh, puts out, which I love, which is you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming, and we're going to dream ourselves out of it. And as we do, the dream will get happier. So to me, all that activity that happened has been given value, yeah? You know, how can someone realize nothing works? A lot of us get to that conclusion by trying to work a lot of shit. Yeah? And then you learn, you know, that nothing works. And it's like, a, it's not like a, uh, intellectual, it's deep in you because you've given it your best shot of trying to transcend and you can't transcend in an imaginary place. Yeah. So now you have an incredible conviction. So all that shit, all that seeming wasted time was incredibly valuable because it showed you that the system we were relying on has failed. That's great, man. Yeah.
So I don't. Mm. I see everything, you know, because we are what's before. We're not given value by what comes after. We give value value to everything. That's we have a, such a clear example in recovery where someone has a lifetime, you know, a story since they were 16 years old about the worst thing that ever happened to them. Yeah, and they've have altars and they fucking you know. Talk to other people with other altars, yes, and, you know, reinforcing it. And then after a year of being in the community or something, their minds changes sufficiently enough where they see it as the best thing that ever happened to them because it brought them to getting arrested and then going to their first meeting. And now they're sober and it's like, hallelujah, yeah? So what was it? Was it the worst thing that ever happened or the best thing? It was neither. You, you and I gave it all the meaning it has. And it's not yeah, like yeah. that's a dry statement. That's the activity we're in right now. And if we're coming from what we are, the meaning that's going to be given to what comes after us is going to be different than coming from what comes after us, which is the mental idea of Paul. Yeah? The meaning will be different. So, see, this is why I believe... You can't have a road answer in this kind of message because a person who's, let's say, the act of identification of self is strong can be pouring over the most ancient scriptures with all the secrets of the universe, and that activity will be reinforcing the idea of being the someone. Another person lost in that sense of identity can get super often reading a telephone book, yeah, before they get to K. They're like blissed out because what's before it is empty. Yes. So I'm not a believer in this is right way. This is wrong way. There's no right or wrong other than what's given to it by us in a way. Yeah. So, and this idea, I remember, you know, there's a saint and he's sort of crazy. People like the crazy saints. And so people see how crazy he is. And they make a path based on what he did because they believe what he's doing is how he landed where he was. But that's not the truth. What he's doing now is an expression of where he's always been. So you can't make it into a path. It's an expression, yes? Now you can have paths of principles concerning the action figure, yeah? But there's no, there's no path to what you are. All paths don't lead to Rome. They issue forth from Rome and to the prior Rome that we are. Yeah. So uh, when people ask me a question, like a hypothetical, what would you do? I say, I don't know. I'd have to be in that moment. You know, what do you say to a newcomer? I don't know. It's where he's at. I've got to check him out. Yeah. So some person I'd say, hey, you got to get to a meeting. Another person I'd say, you need to do an inventory. The other person says, whatever. Yeah. So I have a true sense of what before is before and what is after is after. And I like the term, I use the term of the horse in front of the car. So the before is before and the after is after. What the mental state is doing is that which comes after is implied to be before. So we're really living in that old DC comic bizarro world. We're seeing everything opposite. Yeah. So you're thinking you're moving towards enlightenment, 
basically, <laughs> it's the exact opposite is happening. But thank God you can't move away from enlightenment. Yeah. So it's a serade, yes? So basically, I, I remember I used to run into people and they were focused on waking up and I realized they're really, all this moving ahead is just falling back to what's already so. <laughs> it's going to fail them and they're going to be left with their own devices finally and they'll realize they're not their devices. Yeah. You don't, you don't need a GPS to, land, to arrive at where you already are. You don't need to fucking listen to these programmings. Yeah. All right. Anyone else? Question? I have some people live. I'm looking at them. Yeah. Well, I'll add about... Uh, Not Mike. I wasn't looking at <laughs> him. <laughs> well, it's a little bit about his anyway. The wolf and the... Wolf and the what? The wolf wolves. and the wolf. Two wolves. Oh, that's right. But anyway, the point about the, the good and the bad, because feeding that, similar to what you're saying, feeding that good wolf with the preconception of what good is, is stuffing this, this uh, the, you know, the, the pretentious <laughs> action figure. So like with the Course in Miracles, they separate out the Holy Spirit and the ego. So that just occurred to me, that's what they're doing, the good wolf and the bad wolf. But yes. that's not, but it's this frozen scripture, so it's already a rote answer, so to speak. And it's for, in a, in a sense, it's for Helen, who <laughs> was working it out in her. Yes. Of course, it applies to a lot of people. And then what people think is the good wolf is now doing what you're saying and just uh, frozen on a, on a frozen scripture. <laughs> well, yeah, what happens at times with the bad wolf and the good wolf, it's like, One's the thief and the other's the yeah, policeman. Yeah, yeah, the degree yeah. that right, goes right, right, right. And yeah. the, depth, the depth that that goes to, like with the Course in Miracles, right? Yes. It's just like, and you used the phrase once that the ego can can trace itself really well in the mirror. Yes. And it even says that in the Course in Miracles. It says this has to remain within the framework of the ego. <laughs> it even knows that. But it can well, only, yes. it can, it only cycles around. See, the that's the thing with the sheep, the sheep programming. Whatever message is heard is framed as a sheep. So, and it doesn't brook any answers that can't fit into that frame. Yes? And it's just, and this is the failedness of a system. It can't receive new possibilities. But did the Native American, Native American at one point was going, someday I'll be a good wolf? You get used to, I Yes, mean, yes, I know. Well, but the same. thing is, so let's say someone said that, someday I'll be a good wolf. You would just see you're not that which is saying that. That's and it all. Can, it can be there anyway for some people, right? Some mm -hmm. people can have a, 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 a more beneficent experience. Of course, it's great. Whereas other people, it becomes a huge failure. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, exactly. But it's great for the action figure. Yeah. I would say the stock model that I'm like from the Ford fleet, let's say, like a Ford Fairlane. So built into the Ford Fairlane, Maybe the highest quality would be surrender, yes, and empathy, yeah, okay. and maybe humor and stuff like that, yeah. That's basically it. It doesn't have, uh, it has a limit, limited thing, but what's expressing through it isn't limited, yeah? Right. So true art can get reached, not by your brush, but by the artist that's directing the brush. That's the beauty of it, yeah? That's the beauty of being used here. Yeah, like I had it the other day. Yes, the other day. Can you hear me, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah. So the other day I was in uh, San Francisco. 
I was wearing my Northern California gear, shorts and a t-shirt. San Francisco is freezing, like about 40 degrees cooler than where I live. So I, I went to this part of the park that I like to go to. I used to go there. There's a nice bench and there's this like pond, a lot of uh, snapping turtles. And there's this little stream that goes through it. And I used to go there and see the hummingbirds. So it was so cool. I walk up to the stream and nothing's going on. Suddenly, they both two of them show up and to take showers in the you know bathe in the thing. It was almost like I ordered it from like Amazon, <laughs> you know, aerial Amazon. And then suddenly another one came and they had a little face off two of them. And I never seen this. They both landed. They fluffed up their neck things. And they just stared at each other. I'd never seen it. And I've been following hummingbirds quite a lot. And it was just about an eight-minute show, and they took off. And I was just like, fucking, it was like on order, so to speak. I could, it was so, you know what I mean? I just, I didn't, it's, I knew I, it was good to just leave. I saw the, enough of the show, trying to make it a three-hour saga. Exactly. I just walked away, and I'm just blissed out and thankful, because I couldn't have conjured it up. Or maybe I did in a way. Then I got to, you know, this is what happens. And so you're in, you can have a feeling of awe, A-W-E, and gratitude, and just be, you know, you've reached like the highest level to me as an action figure is the word enough. You reach enough and things are chilled out, yes? Yeah, so, all right. Anyone else? Oh, this is the picture. That's where I was. That's the background is where I was the other day. Because I dig this place because these trees, their leaves touch the surface of the of the pool. It's on beautiful. So I caught it I captured that in these pictures. That's where I was. Seemingly. <laughs> it was another virtual background, but yeah. It seemed more virtual than this virtual background. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I wish you guys were here in the living room. Amelia's walking around cleaning something. The dog, I think, has uh, dropped some kind of liquid excretia. I don't know. No, it was just, just blood from a bone. Uh, blood from a bone. Not any of ours. Not in any of our bones. It was a bone we bought at the supermarket. All right. So anyone else? Who's running the show? Mike? Uh, yeah, I don't see any hands. He has become Amelia, Mike, for now. Anybody, want, anybody, anybody want to ask a question? Oh, yeah, Mark and Lorraine. Oh, Mark, Mark. and Lorraine. <coughs> Thank you, Mark and Lorraine. Hi, Paul. Hey. Hi, how you doing? You all right? Good, yes, Good. yes. We're having I've a just, good old time here. Excellent. Uh, just wanted to touch bases, really, since I spoke to you last. Um, not much to report, apart from uh, still traveling lighter. Oh, good. Um, most definitely. Um, I'm listening to an audio version of uh, The Course of Miracles. I have been for the last couple of weeks, uh, just because I'm on the move quite a bit, so it's easier just to listen to the audio version. Um, and, and basically, 
as you as you've been saying over the weeks, Paul, you're not hearing anything new. Um, it's just said in a different way, and and I find that I'm 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 getting free passes, and I'm definitely I'm definitely uh, not experiencing, but I'm definitely. It's, I'm more aware, um, more often now, that um, it's easier not to try to do anything. Um, I just mess things up when I do when that happens, and uh, I'm not that. And it's, it's becoming more apparent. I'll just say that. Um, but things are good. Things are, yeah. Things are feeling. I feel a lot lighter, uh, just generally. Um, even in conversations, I seem to be, it seems to be easier. I don't feel that I need to talk as much. I don't have that much to say. Um, I used to, uh, uh, well, I can hey, excuse remember. Me, one second, Mike, someone's in the waiting room, John Luna. Oh. All right, go ahead, Mark. Right, um, I'll make this quick. Yeah, I remember when um, I always felt like I had to try and prove something either to somebody or to myself. That's what it felt like. But now in conversations, uh, I enjoy the conversations more because I'm more interested in what is coming my way as opposed to what I have to say uh, because I don't know anything. Um, I just, just, I'm just, uh, I'm just enjoying the uh, the traveling lighter. I, I really am. It's, it's becoming more. I'm enjoying walks with dogs. Um, I'm taking my. There's not a rush to get through the walk, you know. Um, yeah, it's 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 good. That's all yeah. really cool. That's great. Well, yeah. yes, this is uh, That's awesome. it's based on losing interest in self right there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the report. Very You're welcome. Great. Yeah. Happy to be here. Thanks, Paul. All right, let him in. Luna knocked on the door three times. He finally got in. Who sent you? Muji. No. <laughs> Ajishanti. No. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Ding. The door opened. Yeah. Oh, Imad wants to ask a question. Imad. I like Muji. Imad. 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 Oh, yeah, I am mute now. Hi, Paul. Hey. Uh, it's been a while, This, but a while ago, you talked about you did not sleep, and then when you start traveling lighter, then you slept a lot better. And the reason I asked, because I there's a problem sleeping in my case, and over the last year, like, it's, I definitely traveling lighter, and I, you know, there's, I'm not really that worried or nervous or anything like that, but I noticed the sleep is getting worse, actually. Uh, I don't know. There's something I just want to see what your experience was. Is that something that happened to you, like, gradually? Because I think you said mentioned that one time. You did, you did not sleep well, and then all of a sudden you slept really. You sleep good now, I assume. Yes. Yes, that could be attributed to old age. I don't know. 
I don't think I had anything to do with it. Uh, this isn't really a topic for this meeting, but you can do things that would right. help you. This, you could do things that would help you uh, calm down a little before you go to bed. Yeah? Right. Easy, yeah. easy stuff. And if you wanted, probably come back after the, there's a meeting after the meeting. I'll talk to someone who goes there and uh, I'll give you some suggestions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank See, you. it's not hard to do, but usually the head is overactive and uh, the body sort of pays the cost of that. So you just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm lucky I go to sleep like that, you know, now. That's cool. So, yeah. I, uh, somebody will talk to you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks. Yeah, and these, you know, I'll tell you the truth. It wasn't the, I don't, it wasn't a point, but a lot of people love going to sleep with the with the talks. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was uh, one of the effects, but there was like people got out of their uh, their insomnia by listening to me drone on. So, <laughs> I suggest that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. All right. I'll listen to your YouTube videos. <laughs> Here you go. Get the older ones. I think the older ones are better for the insomnia. All right. Yeah, try them. All right. Well, okay, thanks, Bob. People told me this. Energetic ones and there's sedating ones. <laughs> they told me this. Yeah. I thought I was leading them to the, the door, you know, heaven's door. They just wanted a good night's sleep. <laughs> Put Paul Hedeman on. I fall asleep in five minutes. <laughs> So try it. I'll try it. <laughs> Thank you. And John Luna did put one in chat. So it's so in this way, spiritual bypassing is good for the wrong term. Because yes. Of, because a lot of what the mental state calls problems are ultimately not. So going into mind to fix problems or work through stuff would be a waste of time. I like bypassing spirituality completely. <laughs> if, if, either, if you see it on the road, you know, pass it quickly. No. Yeah, I've heard of spiritual bypassing where people uh, think, again, this is what is determined on what comes before. Yeah? So the head may be claiming to be the one on the spiritual path, and then it wants the easier, softer way and starts, as a head says, there's nothing to do. There's no one to do it. And uh, it doesn't hold much water because it's coming from the mental. Yeah. But the same, the same statement coming from somewhere else could be the God honest truth at the moment. There's nothing really, there's nothing to do. And it's in, it's in the doing of shit. That's, that's what gets obscured is that there's nothing to do. Yeah. So again, it's what's before. Yeah. And I can't, you know, there's, it, it would be nice if everyone had the, like emotional rings and you could see duality, non-duality ring and see which one turned so you'd realize what's going on. But uh, it doesn't take you long to figure out it doesn't work. Yeah. A lot of people want it to, you know, this happens in recovery a lot. People don't want to do the work of recovery. And so then they hear that there is no self. So they feel like, oh, well, then I'm exempted from doing anything. And they end up drunk. 
Yeah, and they end up in a rehab. And then uh, they're holding non-dualities in a rehab as one of the clients. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know where people are, but I think, you know, the fruit will tell you if you're sitting under the right tree, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, so. I think a lot of times when you hear anything, but non-duality especially, because it is different than most messages, there's an immaturity, and as Trungpa Rinpoche said, you know, about the ego, whatever it gets and comes in contact with is going to take advantage of. So the mental state tries to take advantage of the message because it sees it as a message of irresponsibility. I'm not, I'm not responsible for anything, feeling incredibly responsible for everything. So it's like, fucking, this is a great drug. So I can do anything I want. Hey, there's no one who did it. Yeah, it doesn't hold, it doesn't work well, usually. Yeah? I'd love to get the point across, it's what's before determines the meaning of what comes after. What, what is before isn't determined by the meanings of what comes after. Like if you, if you're, uh, if you like the Course in Miracles, and it's said in a lot of other ways, but you and I are giving everything all the meaning it has, yes? That's, uh, and that affords a possibility that from where you, from what you are, you can outshine circumstances and situations. Yeah, you can, yeah? Or through the mental state, you'll give outside situations, circumstances, the ability to outshine you. They're both dreaming, yes? So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm really, that's why I don't believe this. There's no rote way of how things are or how they appear to be. How things appear to be isn't a direct way of knowing how things are. I just don't see it that way. Yeah. So people can be doing one thing for a totally different reason than another person doing the same thing. Yeah. And if you have the understanding of the and it's a mechanical mental activity of claiming whatever is going on and implying that to reinforce the narrative of you. Yes. If you get clear about that and it's not personal, the reaction is a personal reaction, but it's not personal. It's mechanical. When you see that, you'll recognize uh It's super clear there is you and then there's an appearance of a you. Yes. They're not next they're not necessarily antagonistic. There's a timeless fact and then there's an appearance of something else. Yes? Yeah. You don't come it's it's not like a war. You come to peace with it. And really there's an acceptance of what you're not from what you are yeah yeah so the traveling lighter the basis of traveling lighter isn't of this place that we're traveling through it's of what we are yeah so the tra the lighter isn't a mind here it's brought here by us yeah or through us yes and you observe it 
And because it's so clear you had nothing to do with it, uh, the right response becomes stable, which is gratitude and honor. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, I'm, it's clear I have nothing to do with it. It's super clear. Yeah, because I thought I had something to do with this, and it, we fucked up the whole Zoom. So. <laughs> Can you hear these questions here? Yeah, all right. Go. Speaking uh, of uh, you had nothing to do with it, uh, the uh, phrase that comes to my mind, uh, I don't know where it comes from, it's so a bit crude, it says, you know, you, uh, you can't fuck it. You yeah. can't, you know, the, the things that your efforts and all that crap is it, just irrelevant. You just can't screw something that, that's coming anyhow, regardless of your efforts. And, you know, you can't fuck it. It's a bit crude, but uh, you know, to me, it, it makes sense that I don't need to do anything. It's just uh, it's happening anyhow, so I can't screw it up. Uh, yeah, whatever I do. So anyhow, yeah. That, uh... But amazing, you can screw up my day by coming here. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And uh, there's no argument in that yeah, statement. I didn't think of that. All right, Macaulay's, Macaulay's smiling. You having fun, Macaulay? That's good. Nice to see you. And there's Nick. We're very happy to see Nick. Nick was uh, the prodigal son, I think. He's returned on having never left. Yep, That's out of the pig pen, Paul. Out of the sty. <laughs> yeah. With the clear eye, yes. I, I was going to say, hearing everybody in the background there, I'm, I'm feeling nostalgic about the... Uh, the compound i'd like to yeah come over we come did by it and see put it out but every other week we'll have it when the kids aren't here right on we'll have it at the house yeah <clears throat> all right bro i'm looking i'm gonna hold you to it you gotta come over yeah <laughs> i was gonna say too just a little fun synchronicity um that story you were telling about the hummingbirds that's in uh golden gate park right that area with the snapping turtles so I think you, I think it was Thailand with the waterfall was where yeah. you say, yeah, your little event. So in, oh, in this little, Bali. oh, Bali, yeah, uh, Bali. Bali. Um, so uh, my little waterfall event was, I think at that exact pond, I was, I was listening to you before I had met you driving and uh, I don't remember the exact question or whatever, but somebody asked, well, well, if, if, if I'm seeing that, then what's seeing the thing that's seeing that your answer to it just cracked it open and I had to pull over. And I think I walked around that very pond with the uh, hummingbirds and the snapping turtles for like two hours or so. So oh, that's just, a that's where, there's a nice energy there. It yeah. Is. yeah. Yeah. And I got some fond memories. So anyway, I hope I can see you guys soon. Oh, you will. We're here. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Mike is running the show again. Yeah. <laughs> Any hands. Maybe we'll end it then. Last call for hands. All right, let's say goodbye. See if anyone shows up after. All right, let's go. I first, uh, let me see. I'm going to say hello, goodbye to everyone. We got Peter. Nice to see you, Peter. You look like a traffic controller. Yeah. You got, I like that look. Yeah, busy, busy. 
We got Johans, friend of ours from Germany. Nice to see you, my friend. Oh, Alex, always a pleasure. Nice to see you, honey. Yes, I'm coming in to the square. Yes. We got Mickey from Madeira, the matriarch of Madeira. Very nice. No one goes through here but through Mickey. Yes. We got Matthew. Always good to see you, Matthew. Yes. We actually ate together a few times. That was a long time ago, seemingly. We got John K. As always, nice to see you, John. Yeah. We got Roman. Roman, my friend from Germany. Always a pleasure. With his lovely cohort, Barbara, somewhere. We got Ben C., the poet laureate of Zen Bitchlap. Nice to see you. Back in his usual posture. Yeah. Redundant poet laureate. What? Redundant poet laureate. <laughs> the redundant poet laureate. That's all right. Yeah. There's value in repetition. Yeah. We got Anu. Anu, always a pleasure to see Anu. How are you, honey? You feeling a little more relaxed? Yeah. Sleep. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm feeling better, Paul. Thank you. Oh, uh, good. Good. We got Tariq from uh, Dover, New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. Very nice to see you, my friend. Yeah. We got Judith and Carrie, the uh, the the Hawaiian uh, section of ZenFishSlap.com. Hopefully, it will grow sooner or later. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna try to put an end to uh, uh, migration after I get there. Yeah. No more. No one else. All right, good. We got Glenda O'Driscoll, one of my favorite folks from the beginning. Nice to see you, Glenda. We got uh, Giovanni, Giovanni. Yes, down in, you're in Brazil, yes? Nice to see you, Giovanni. Yeah. Yeah, say a word. Oh, Paul, hello. Oh, um, <clears throat> I was just thinking about the word surrender how profound it can be, surrender. But I was also thinking that surrender must be empty of surrendering. I mean, the person, yes, yeah, yes. it's absolute surrender. It means I don't know what is surrender. Nothing is left. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, there was nothing to begin with, so you can arrive there by nothing's left. But yeah, yeah. There's nobody to surrender. You know, like Ramana said, yeah. Ramana shared about surrender a lot of different ways from what I read. And one of his ways was, you know, who is there to surrender and to whom, you know? Mm -hmm. So yes, that's... See, this is the point. What's before gives meaning to what surrender is. So for some people, surrender is giving up to the cops. Yeah, it is. Other people, it's like uh, putting that fucking hot pan down, surrender that pot or whatever. Others, they go in AA and they get that they're not managerial co uh, quality and there's a surrender there. So the surrender- But there is, there, there is also, uh, sorry, Paul, there is also a surrender that it's not naming anything, not yeah. recognizing anything. Yes. 
this yeah. this uh, this stuff just dawned on me yesterday in the evening that it was like a wall of tiles and then i said well i cannot name i cannot recognize anything and a tile started to fall and the whole wall just fall down you know i had to stay away because it could follow my head any anything that you name anything that you name becomes a fetter oh yeah I, yeah i am being a, a bit extremist i can feel but uh, it's a fact you if you recognize anything and you name it and you make something out of that thing that's already there is something strange there yeah, i'm not see, saying that happens, but that happens mechanically that's yes the, that's the mechanicalness of dreaming yeah so the point is that doesn't disqualify anything you see you're not that that's put in a position of being the doer of, of those things you just described that to me because that's not going to stop it can have a, a periodic no. stop no i'm not i am not saying it's going to kick in again i'm yeah. not saying that i will not recognize a chair or a table i'm not you know if that was the case the sage would be cuckoo he would go so yes. you know in other words the dream is real the dream is real it is real because the content because the content of the dreams is empty there is nothing there that you can define definitely but the dream is real it, uh, or, or one could say absolute emptiness, absolute void has the potential of dreaming. Just like matter has the potential to have gravity, absolute emptiness must dream. Yes, it's sort of like the same thing, emptiness is form and form is emptiness, yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yes. All right. Thank you, Paul, thank you. Oh, thank you. There's Tommy. I got stopped there for a second. Tommy, he's got a blank thing again. Joseph from France. Nice to see you, Joseph. Yes. We got Susan that I used to call Suzanne. She's uh, our non-existent expert on the Course of Miracles. <laughs> thank you. Happy to be here. Nice to see you, honey. Thank yeah. you. Yes, you're welcome. Nan and Nanette, I think Nan, did you, I think Nan sent me a donation. That's very nice of you. If not, your smile is a good enough donation, honey. Yes, nice to see you, Nan. Thank you for your service. Oh, you're welcome. We got Mike. Uh, that sort of looks like the kitchen. <laughs> Fucking the thief is in the house. Mike is here. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mark and Lorraine. Nice to see you, Mark. Yes. Connor from Dublin. Yes. Thanks, man. Thanks. I'm traveling lighter. It's nice listening to you. You know, it's great. I appreciate oh, great. your talks. Thanks, oh, man. Great. Thank you. And there's Amelia and Mike right in uh, only about, we have 12 feet of social distancing. I wish there was a little more, but it's good. We've got Robert French. My man from New Zealand. Nice to see you, Robert. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome, Meryl. Kenneth from Vancouver. 
BC. Thanks, Paul. Thank nice you. To see you, Kenneth. Yes. Thank you, Mike Servini. Always a pleasure. Mike is uh, he's got the listening to the message down. <clears throat> well, we got Chris. Chris has moved from the smallest closet entrance to a nice couch, though it looks a little small to him too. He's like in an HO <laughs> proportion seems to be off. Whatever. I'm tripping here. We got Ariane. Ariane, nice to see you, honey. Thanks for coming, hanging in there with us. Sonia, nice to see you, Sonia. Yeah. Uh, we got Nick, very happy to see Nick. He's a, he's a lifetime, lifetime member of Zen Bitchlap. We got Ram Charan. Nice to see you, Ram. You're, at, you're in uh, Cape Cod now? Yeah, I came back a week ago. Ah, that looks nice. Great. Very nice. Yeah. Coast, if you come to the East Coast, let me know. You come stay with me. It's very nice here. Yeah, I've been, I I used to spend time up there. I like Cape Cod. Yeah. All right. Very well, cool. we'll stay in touch. Nice to see you. Thanks, Paul. Eric B. from Toronto. Always a pleasure. Yeah. He's made himself available to be available to others. Fantastic. We have Jim. Nice to Thank see you. Thank you, Paul. Thanks Welcome. for the talks. Thank you. Alizio, I'm hopefully to get to say your name correctly at least once. Nice to see you. Norman from Germany. Norman, I always I'm always happy to see Norman. Norman, uh, yeah. Michael, Rich A, Kathy, Deborah, uh, Deborah M. Nice to see you, Deborah. Uh, we're back to these folks again. I don't have to say twice. We got Jim up there. Is Jim in my house also? Someone's, someone's in the bedroom. <laughs> hey, thank you. Hey, thanks, everybody. So let me see. Say hello to Anu again. Nice to see Anu and everyone and Glenda. And thank you so much uh, for having everyone. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a great pleasure. See you guys. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Take care, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Events. And uh, yeah. Thank you. Bye. See you, Glenda. See you, everyone. Bye, Paul.